0: A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective.
1: We have to understand God rightly to know him intimately.
2: It is the gospel that orients my thinking on every other issue you can know if you're trusting in jesus that every single atom in this universe is working for your good
1: that's why i'm sticking with jesus not because he always does what i want him to do i'm sticking with jesus because i just haven't found any better alternative yo the blackberry of this tin what you mind saying though
0: yo 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 Wagwan, Wagwan, in the building. You man don't call me, don't text me, don't message me, just holler on a random one. <laughs> but I'm back, you know, but I'm back.
1: Yo, <laughs> your name. I'm wrecking.
0: back, I'm back, um, listen. Um, missed you, man, still. You man have done some good pods since, at me.
1: Bruv, um, who Bruv, who are you? bro? who are you?
0: You know who bro. I am, you know who I am, I know who you are know, I'm joking. I am David Jim in the building. Mm. Um can I just say the pod you man did on the fellowship and friendship I think I can't remember who was on I think Gabby maybe on it yeah that was me Gabby and Mary yeah me Gabby and
1: Mary
0: yeah particularly Gabby and Mary anyway yeah that was a particularly sweet (laughs) one (laughs) (laughs) anyway
1: (laughs) <laughs> you know, if, um, if this was if this was Clubhouse, at this moment, I would just move. What do you like?
0: What <laughs> do like, like baby? Nah,
1: no, appreciate you. Love to have you here. Obviously, um, yeah. Richard here speaking. But who else is on the panel? Who is his well, day? Yo, international Yo. fisherman. Don't say it though. Yo, what oh, yeah. you saying, Izzy? How you been, man?
2: been good yeah um managed to survive a snowstorm in st louis uh so mm. that's been the that's been the quote-unquote highlight um thankfully not as bad as i think what's been seen in like texas tennessee um okay also praying for those guys as well but it's been yeah apart Mad. from that it's been you know pretty much normal um quote-unquote COVID life
1: I was actually going to say, it's mad, obviously, just because I'm not in the US and because my geography is absolute mm. trash. But I was going to say it's St. Louis in Texas. But obviously, thank you for clearing that up. The reason I was going to ask was because yeah, yeah. I saw that Ted Cruz, um, Senator of Texas, mm-hmm. disappeared and went to, went to Cancun. The man said, be safe, everyone, and then went to Cancun. Bad mm. <laughs> man. <laughs> <coughs> Yo, uh... that's wild. Bro. That is wild.
2: That's That's real. That's real. That's what happens when you have a stronghold. You think your seat is safe. You can now just just do your thing. (laughs) Do whatever.
1: Uh, But yeah, madam. On that that note, that seat
2: might not be safe anymore.
1: Mm. I was gonna say Israel. Like, thank you for that holy entrance. Um, uh, man said he's been praying. He he wants? He's been praying for Texas. Obviously, today's podcast on prayer. See the way man did the segue. (laughs) you <laughs> <So, laughs> know the other ones I'm um, professional but no honestly jokes aside like um Mandem speak about prayer today I think we've had a conversation on prayer in the past on, on one podcast and I just remember someone asking a question that I'm going to ask you man but you man do you pray?
2: yes
0: <laughs> yes um yeah I, I engage in the in the act of you prayer engage. Richard occasionally <laughs> Interact, engage, interact, engage, um <laughs> apply. Exercise.
1: no 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 nah. I appreciate, it. I appreciate it, but no. I guess more so. I guess nah. Who is, I think they actually asked the question as well. How frequently do you pray? But I feel like with that, I feel like it's not, It's not. It's not something that you should. Is it something you should hide? How frequently you pray?
0: No, I think it's more difficult to answer than to to right. ask. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think. People, people have, obviously, you know, slots within the day they pray, particularly, like, mornings, evenings, that's a big one. You know, particularly before meals, that's another, like, milestone in the day. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, apart from, I think, yeah, I, so, yeah, I'll actually have that. And then in, in the gaps, obviously, you want to pray reg- as regularly as possible. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know someone's giving. I don't know. I'm, looking, I'm waiting for the answer. Someone gives me, you know, I don't know, 10, 10 time slots a day. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking a bit, I don't know why i am going with that. But, anyway, look. Uh, yeah, pray. just
1: as long as you're praying, mm. it is, is, Do you know what, actually, let me, better question. Let me ask you both a question. Israel, you can go first on this one, and then Ejim can come in. But when did you, man, actually start praying? Like, How did you, man, learn to pray? When was your first, pray, like, what was the first kind of prayers you, man, were praying? Like, how did, how did that start? Do you have, do you remember?
2: Uh, no, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Mm. So, <laughs> praying in children's church sunday school mm. we were doing 25 minute prayer session before the bible <laughs> lesson um, prayer war. so I, I don't know if that occlu- if that's if that's if that is included if it's included then i've been praying i guess since i was like i don't know six seven eight nine something like that wow but um okay i think obviously ultimately yeah i mean what Yes, in the sense that I imitated. I guess that's like when you're a child; that's just sort of you, you imitate what you see. Mm. Um, but I think for everyone, and maybe this is maybe this is like a killjoy for the for the top for the question itself. I want to say that I guess authentic prayer really begins upon conversion. You know, like I, you know, so if you're asking mm. when, when did you start praying, mm. in one sense you're saying you started praying when you believed in Christ, because it, yeah, and that that's like my. It, if I were to say, when did I start personally intending and meaning to pray? Um, then yeah, when I was converted, which would be what, 16 ish. But I think in another sense, I, I, I'm also okay with saying that I've been praying since I was a child.
1: That's, a, that's an interesting point. We're going to come, we have to come back to can, can unbelievers pray? Um, yeah. A, I think yeah. that's a, I think that's a, I think that's an interesting one, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, Edgim, when did you learn to, when did you learn to pray? When did you start praying? When, when did you try and issue your first prayers?
0: Yeah, I mean I've always I've always known to pray. So it's again similar to Israel, mm-hmm. there's never been a point in time which prayer actually became a thing. It was always part of one's life to pray. Right. Um, but yeah, similarly, I would have to say mid teenage years, um, uh, yeah, is the point in which perhaps I was more conscious of, of 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 praying and what it was, what it meant and you know, and thinking how to thinking through how to pray biblically, and obviously as as with time, that's always hopefully um, be more and more in line with God's word. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say when you know first. Pray. I mean, listen, I, I I came from the womb praying. You know what I mean? It's, it's, been, it's been from the get go. <laughs> whether or not whether, or not, whether or not the prayers my, my Bible, <laughs> whether or not the prayers were uh, you know like you know effectual or, or even you know biblical. That's another thing in in the really younger years, but. Yeah, I've always learned to pray, pretty much.
1: I, I was going to say that my Bible, um, in my Bible, David, David said that he came out of the womb sinning. Um, so just to hear that you came out of the womb praying, like you might need to, you might need to teach us. and then John
0: the Baptist, you know, has a godly response in the womb. You know, it, it depends what you read, Richard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very true. it depends what you're reading. What <laughs> testament? <laughs> but no, it's something that yeah, <laughs> both kind of alluded to, which I found like, like really interesting. And I kind of, I guess, it resonates with me as well. Is just that. Like I kind of learned to pray by hearing other people pray, um, in one sense. And so Mm -hmm. like imitation plays a large, you know, and irrespective of like, we're still going to come back to like, whether you're an unbeliever can pray and whatnot. But, like I think imitation plays a very large role in like just someone learning how to pray. Like I know that in my, um, when I was young and I grew up in a Pentecostal church, like for me, like I just heard like loads of people praying and they would use like a lot of alliteration like they would use it they would repeat certain things repeatedly like father god duh, 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 father god father god, father god father god. and that just stuck with me and that became something that i would repeat or um i'd hear a lot of people speaking in tongues you know and you know um you know i say speaking in tongues but yeah they were doing they were speaking something and and something that was uncomprehensible and so i started repeating that right and i became i now started to imitate that regularly and that now became my default and then when i moved to like a uh, to my current church I remember getting there and I just hear everyone saying thee and thou and thy and thine um, and hitherto and I would just like try and essentially copy like in one sense that like, you start copying them and you start copying their tonation and all that kind of stuff and it, it's not even like copying but it just sinks in even as an adult and so I kind of like you know that 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 seemed to be a really interesting thing that I just kind of noticed in in my journey in praying and just learning how to pray, et cetera. But I guess that just kind of question, like the question just kind of arises, like, why, why is, you know, why is, why, why do we imitate people? Like is, and even just in general, like, should we be copying people? Should we be learning from each other how to pray is corporate prayer, even like an important thing that we should do, or should we only be praying in our prayer closet? Do you know what I mean? Like, like why is corporate prayer even a thing? Um, Yeah. Any of you man can jump on that still
2: yeah um there were there were a lot of questions there by the way <laughs> um like and so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna tackle one type of, uh, attempt to i guess um on the topic of like yeah should we imitate prayer um and and the nature of corporate prayer i think there's something to be said about um the communal nature of prayer uh of course if you know basic assumptions here like prayer is Communicating with God or communion with God in the sense of not just communication, but also um, being present with and um, entering, you in in, I guess in a more tangible um, cognitive sense, entering the presence of God and um, being with God. Um, if that is what prayer is, then to do that with God's people, Um, Is also part of what it means to even be in the presence of God is to be in the presence of his people. Um, And to pray to God is to pray with his people to him. Um, And so, one that means that corporate prayer, communal prayer is a necessity in a Christian life. It means that there's a sense in which we can't fully enter the life of prayer apart from doing that in the church and in the Christian community. Essentially, community is an irreducible feature of prayer, um, not sufficient by itself, but absolutely necessary. Uh, what else can I say to that? Mm. Yeah, so it means that the example of others is, is, is instructive to us. The Spirit actually uses the prayers of others to instruct us in our life of prayer. Um, and that God uses us to instruct others in their life of prayer. Um, and so we can certainly imitate mm. and learn from um, others in our in our own personal prayer life
1: right now that's real helpful um and the, yeah you actually you also touched on the whole kind of unbeliever essentially pray um but i guess i guess mm, this might be quite technical but i guess slightly an unbeliever you know lord i believe help my unbelief maybe i don't know or hmm. you know i'm just like when when the you've got the republican and the pharisee the pharisees there and i pray three times a day and the republican they're just saying you know, we'll just you know I'm a sinful man, you know, forgive me. Like, I guess I'm asking, I'm I'm guessing in that sense is before, is there maybe, even if it's right before genuine prayer, like, is there not a sense in which an unbeliever can strive to, um, to, to communicate or to speak to, Hmm. um, the true God? Um, and even if it's not necessarily, Post conversion, is it not possible for an unbeliever to engage in that? Like, do you got, do you get what I'm trying to say?
2: Yeah, No, I get that. I think. I mean, so yes, I, I think an unbeliever can pray. I think we have to then define the nature of prayer. Right. Um, so, I, like, in terms of communication, can someone, can someone who's not a Christian communicate with God? Yes, because God is like God is in control of all and God is present. And I right. think you know, not not, not that any comes to mind right now, but I'm pretty sure God communicated with people who weren't. Um, believers or who weren't part of his people yeah, yeah, yeah. in the old testament and the new testament and so like that that is to say that yes c- you yes someone who's not a christian can communicate with god i think the difference though would be um what we would in, in these needs would be communion or in a more i guess modern term would be like intimacy and it's no different you know so it's one thing for rachel my wife to communicate with me wherein we're actually building a relationship and, and where communication serves the purpose of deepening intimacy but it's another thing for her to communicate with someone on the street who shouldn't ask for directions like that's not you know it's mm. not an exact illustration but the, the point is that communication has occurred but the the depth of the communication has a limit um the nature of the communication has a limit um, the category has a limit like it, it's it can only exist oh. in one certain mode whereas that level of intimacy, can't occur since there isn't that mutual affirmation that says you know again in christian terms i'm a child of god like i am i am a child going to a father that's going to be a very different type of communication than someone on the street going to that same father um to talk to them about something right um and there's more there i'm sure but i think yeah just i I don't know if that's helpful to like
0: separate out how prayer
2: works in each instance yeah
1: what do you th- what do you think jim
0: um yeah like, like yeah largely agree because i guess technically um for defining prayer as laid out you know um the ability to um communicate or so at least seek to communicate with god um uh isn't, isn't isn't i guess limited to believers i guess what is what the, what the mm. distinction is is how do they appear before the lord when they come before him um and I guess that's even more sobering because you think of Esau who sought the Lord and sought Him earnestly, mm-hmm. um, even with tears, and the Lord, you know, the Lord didn't hear him. Um, um uh, you know, and, and 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 you know, and I guess you know, is, is God arching? Is God hearing the prayer of, of the one who inhibits sin in in, in their heart who isn't converted? Um, obviously, God hears, but I guess the hearing that sense is, you know. Does he attend to lovingly as israel described as a father with to a son you know um and i think yeah that's that's mm. that's, 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 that's that is a sobering thought um so yeah yeah it's um i think i think, yeah, I think there's a
1: helpful thought there mm. no, no 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 sorry i was gonna i was just gonna say like you you touched on a real helpful thought um the bible often uses certain terms um to god hearing you know hearing his people god hearing the unbeliever God hearing all, you know, all people, um, mm. us knowing God, God knowing us mm. and us not knowing people, not knowing God. Um, and then mm. yet God still knowing them, but as I say, or, or, them not, or them knowing God, but not yet knowing God, like just the, the way mm. that the scripture, the scripture uses, you can use those terms, can use the same term and mean completely mm. different things. Um, though they knew God, mm-hmm. they didn't glorify mm-hmm. him as God. And at the same time, the carnal mind can't understand the things that they don't know God. Do you know what I mean? Like like you're just you get those that that kind of tension mm-hmm, consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think I think framing it like that and, and articulating it as though the fact that listen, no, God hears the unbeliever, but at the same time, God doesn't hear the unbeliever. Like I mean, like like he doesn't he doesn't yeah. attend to their prayers, he doesn't attend to their requests, etc., in the same way that he does to a believer. He doesn't hear them in that respect, um, that and, and attend to them lovingly. I think that was a that's a really useful distinction for me. I'm i I'm literally sitting here. I'm just gleaning. Like I'm actually I'm actually sitting here and just enjoying uh thinking that through now and mulling over it and just you know making that my own <laughs> really to be to, 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 to put it bluntly. But um yeah I guess I guess I guess moving moving on from there even like yeah so so the unbeliever can 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 try and speak to God etc but to really pray you have to be a believer. Um, corporate prayer is important because even you know even when two or three are gathered God is there amongst us there's there's a sense in which we you know even in us having fellowship with one another is even a means by which we almost really commune with the living God as well and you know etc etc and and I appreciate that um, when we do come together to pray though is there a specific way we should do it um I remember just growing up and being in circles where you know prayers you led anybody pray at any given moment um, and I'm still in that circle to some extent now. Um, times where, you know, some people give like an order or call upon people one at a time. Um, you know, that 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 happens as well. Um, times where only certain people are allowed to pray and others aren't. So I'm just wondering, like, what's your, is there any kind of specific like etiquette for prayer meetings, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. What's your thought,
2: Ajim?
0: As <laughs> you yes, sort of like really uh, he's also on the mic, you can do Um I, I think as a obviously, you know, speaking um uh as a layman but I think what what helps me un- understand how and why a church prays, or rather the how the church prays, is that it's you know it's done orderly. And I think I'll be writing drawing from principles from passages such as, you know, first Corinthians fourteen, thinking of um uh yeah a a way in which is uh, the way in which um you know that corporate activity is done in the church that is um conduced to everyone understanding what is happening that we're able to understand we don't you know um and i guess that speaks to um examples of you know maybe such meetings which uh, I don't know if I, yeah you know meetings perhaps where everyone's praying at the same time maybe um and and, and you know perhaps mm. you know um um yeah and, and similar situations i guess you have to you just have to ask the question in any situation you know is uh, are there people being edified and are you know are, first of all first of all, are they, you know is everyone able to understand what is going on and and then from that is there opportunity mm. for edification here through the knowledge of what's happening? You know, and even a test of you know if if someone's to walk in here now, would they would they outdo it like babblers, do it like fools, you know, or or is what we're doing um, uh, cohesive, uh, coherent? So I think that I think that principle for me also also is always helpful. Um, But is what you can you can take the bat next?
2: Yeah, um, I I think one, and this is more so something I've I've been thinking about. I don't know how how much this uh, veers off. I actually don't really think it does. One thing I've been thinking about um personally, I think applies to this is um the question of forms of prayer. Um that I think is oh. is uh it, it, I've been thinking about it primarily in the area of personal prayer, but it obviously connects to um communal corporate prayer and especially like prayer meetings and, and things like that. Um oh. and seeing, for example, the need for um well I think the the suitable place for written prayers. Um, as a part of um the the christian life and the and the and the communal life of the church um and here i have in mind primarily um the written prayers that make up like the liturgy of the anglican church um and more quote unquote liturgical um traditions um and so between between spontaneous prayers um and the example of of uh, Prayers that really seek to, to speak into the moment in which the people are gathered, and written prayers that, that um, I guess, embody the, the reflective tradition of the church. Um, I think those two um, can actually work together to form a really healthy prayer life, corporately and also personally.
0: That's, that's I think that's Israel, I think Israel, you might I mean you may have been the first person who I've sat you know well, you know, um um uh sat under your preaching that had used um written prayers. And I think that was odd for that, mm-hmm. like someone reading a prayer, it should be from the Dome you know, you should, you know, you should be, the instinct, <laughs> it's yeah, the instinct is you should be, you should be, you should be receiving this from on high bro. Yo, this is on paper. it's ain't real. But, <laughs> but you know, you know, what's really helped shape my mind is even the use of the, um, value of visions, book, you know, collection of Puritan prayers mm. and how, how important it mm. is. Cause I know for me, I uh, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but I know for me when, um, when, when, you know, when, when you're feeling periods of dryness, even in prayers, written down prayers are mm. really helpful to try and, you know, reignite, mm. Mm you know, um, prayer, but yeah, I think you might be been the first person to open. eyes say that still.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's that. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm the same. And I was going to say, actually just, just come in. I'll come, I'll step away for a second. And I'll come back to it. But, um, just on prayer, and etiquette in general, I think one Corinthians 13, Ejem alluded to, but yeah, I think there's just profound, um, benefit just in thinking through that text, especially towards the end of the chapter. No one Corinthians 14, sorry. Um. Thank you. I think Israel just leaned back and thought to himself, "What is Richard <laughs> talking about? One Corinthians thirteen, but um, one Corinthians fourteen. Then once, fact checked me. Um. <laughs> but yeah, not that he he didn't do it rudely, but yeah, one Corinthians fourteen. Um. Towards the end, it speaks about like just ordering the church, in the way that you know where. Um, how the church is meant to function obviously also even just from the beginning speaks about the edification element Mm. but yeah i think i think i think three three key things that just stand out there when it comes to how the church should should function and run Um, one understanding like ed Ed, jim um stressed earlier to edification everything's to be done for the benefit for the benefit of the saints for the edification of the saints and so that even just addresses the fact that like people shouldn't be trying to pray to to show off any kind of prideful um, you know, in any kind of prideful way to demonstrate their preaching abilities, to demonstrate their, their oratory to, to show the kind of theology that they have in their mind or the vocab, or even to try and like work up a swear or to cause people to, to, to tear and stuff like that. But actually like it's for, it's for the benefit of the saints. Like it's actually to, 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 to point them to their God. And, and then thirdly, just order, um, you know, you actually see just strong references to order in the church. You know, does anyone have a psalm? Does anyone have a song? Does anyone have out that kind mm-hmm. of text? And it says, you know what, like one person do it, I mean, let one person stand up and then after that person, the next. Like if there's actually an order and disorderliness, like a complete lack of, a complete lack of, um, don't get me wrong, I don't, it's not to say there's never times for some, some degree of fluidity, but a complete lack of order within God's house is actually, that's what it looks like to lack, um, to not be spiritual and to not, to not be godly. Whereas often, you know, it's easy to grow up in circles where actually you think that disorderliness is something to be praised. Mm. You know, when just random things are happening here and someone starts shouting there and something. But no, actually, that's just not the way that, you know, prayer meetings are to run. Actually, it's to be, um, it's to be, it's to be in an ordered manner. And so, yeah, I, I think that was just something that was running through my mind. But yeah, on the point of um, written down prayers, um, yeah, Israel, I'm not going to lie. Like I've, Someone mentioned this to me very recently. I was sitting down and I was, I was actually walking around talking to them on the phone. And they mentioned down that they started writing down their prayers. And, I just, and it was just the first time I'd really like, thought, thought, of it as, thought of it as an actual thing that people do. Um, but then, yeah, you came to mind because you're someone who I've seen preach. And I've actually seen write down your prayers. And, yeah, like, as you said, it's, it's reflective thoughts. It's, it's, really, it's really purposeful. Every single word is there for a given reason. And, yeah, like, it's very easy to think, oh, it's not coming off the dome and therefore it's not spiritual but again this is just the way that i've been brought up and so like not that my parents taught me this but this is what you kind of witness and understand from the <laughs> i guess the lack of order again um in some right. of the old settings that i used to be in and so no i like really appreciate that um and thank you even for bringing that out because i never thought i never even thought that would be touched on to be honest with you
0: um hmm. i think we're victims, victims are even the the grime seem rich because i think listen <laughs> back then it was look if an MC comes to the booth and it's freestyle mm. boom fire right? the booth it's fire in I'm wow. listening if someone's going over there you know they come with their phone and start sque- you're fucking nah you can't, uh, that, <laughs> you can't do that you can't do that exactly my, my. <laughs> so I had to do back. this to is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave me Israel. You know, my thinking was walked and I and I repent before you now um because yeah. it's true <laughs> have you not
1: seen you might have seen gets on westwood and a couple of them you know with his phone out in the old days with, and, and actually just dropping off the fight you know it was worth it it was worth it bring your phone bring bring those right bring those, those those scribbling no bring i have I mean, like, if you're bringing
0: your phone just step out the booth, bro like you should know this you man didn't remember you didn't take out the
1: time okay boom let's uh you man. do you man have like prayer buddies
2: Hmm. <sighs> Yo, I mean, not.
1: What does that even mean?
2: Yeah, not really intentionally. I think. I think there's merit in having, in 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 people's getting together to say we will, um, commit to, um, holding each other accountable in prayer, um, for mm-hmm. praying for one another, for checking in on each other in terms of prayer. Um, I've never. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, done it intentionally. Sorry. Yeah.
1: I, w- I was going to say what do, what do you mean by um accountability in prayer specifically you so like mind?
2: yeah i think um for uh for 2 or more people to say hey we want we want to commit to the life to a life of prayer um mm. but we're also frail fragile humans humans and so um i want to essentially put my trust in you to check up on me to pray with me right to pray for me, that I can actually pursue and grow deeper in prayer, um right. and that accountability is yeah like it's really one it's it's an opted in accountability I know the the word accountability can can have it so in kind of like uh quote unquote triggering like mm-hmm, effects mm-hmm. On, on folks i don't want you to, i don't want anyone to hear this as like, oh, you know you're gonna be uh, checked up on, and if you didn't pray yesterday, someone's gonna now be uh, calling you out in. Um, members meeting when it, you know, when it comes on or something like that. But it, it, it is just to say that, you know, we can as Christians say, Hey, I, I want you to reach out to me and check in on me because I want to pursue this life of prayer that seriously. Um, right. right. I, I don't think I've overtly done it intentionally in the sense of like using those words when talking to somebody, but I certainly have reached out to people right. and said, Hey, can you pray for me or, can you check up on me in different seasons of life? Um, and so, yeah, and I, and I think there's benefit in that because we are frail. Like it's, you know, we do it for everything else. Like we have gym buddies, people who say, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wake up at five to hit the gym unless I know that you're going to be there too. Or, you know, like, and that kind right. of, right. We, we have structures of accountability in our life in general study buddies, you know, let's do a 12 hour shift in the mm. library. If you leave at, at 12 midday I know I'm going to leave too So Let's stick it through To 9pm Like that kind so
1: of So let's thing. commit Yeah Yeah yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: And it's wise to do The same thing with prayer I think there's reason for that Yeah
1: mm. No that's helpful That's mm. helpful That's helpful edgem do you have Do you have So I guess even On a side note That's like when I asked you Man at the start Do you pray That was me being mm. Your accountability partner <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs>
1: Hey Jim, hey Jim, what uh,
0: do you, uh, you have a... um yeah so I'm so, so I'm married so I think I think you would maybe maybe married couples would think straight away they they're spouse wait,
1: uh. wait 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 sorry we we're, we're all married here so why are you saying it like like I'm married that's mad by the way this, here, thought, this I, might be the first this might be the first podcast where we're all married Rah! beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Married thing.
2: black
0: married man anyway, never, never mind yeah uh, black I mean, married <laughs> man Listen. that
2: should be an instagram account carry on <laughs>
0: <laughs> um no nah, I think uh, so yeah, so I think naturally it's like, okay, yeah. I think we, we, you know de facto I think spouse your spouse would you, you know, you yeah, you would think of your spouse as a married um sorry, as a prayer buddy. Uh, mm. uh, and yeah. But um in terms of and it's easier because, you know, you're you're living so close together, you're seeing each other's struggles, so even without sure. the other person asking, you're able to raise that in prayer anyway and likewise um, and I guess right, that's, right. that's, you know, that, that's a form of accountability in marriage to each other. But I, I guess there's merits even in, you know, forming those relationships outside, even, you know, uh, relationships like marriage. Um, you, may, you can imagine amongst brothers, amongst sisters, particularly. Yeah, you know, I've seen their value. Um, um, not that I've, not that I've really had, to be fair, but I've seen the value, at least for others who have really benefited from it. Uh, partic- you know, praying for particular sins. I did you know um, a brother or, or fellow fellow uh, whatever brother or sister, you know, would like regular prayer for and with yeah that sort of stuff. You see, there's definitely value in that, and you know, I think of James, you know, confess your sins to one another, you know, pray for another. You, you sort of yeah, it's sort of like a you know example. to to be to be mm-hmm. had from that verse.
1: No, 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 I hear that. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that point is. Yeah, I think I think myself as well. Just yeah, being married, there's no one I pray with more than, than more than my wife really. Mm. Um, um actually I actually have to be more conscious to actually make sure that I'm I'm taking out time to pray by myself as well. Mm. Um, you know, and, and, and getting that alone time before the Lord. But yeah, man, I definitely appreciate that. And and yeah, man, I think even just just on the point of like what Israel was saying about um the way that we have gym buddies, like again, never really thought of it like that. Like it's um you know, I, back in my uni days, like, we used to talk about accountability a hell of a lot and all that kind of stuff, but moving to, like, you know, post all that and actually just, like, living alone or, or having a fa- my own family or whatever, like, actually having brothers who I can, or, or sisters, et cetera, who I can actually reach out to and be like, boom, um, you know, let's, let's let's check up on one another and make sure one another are praying or let's make come, come together, like, on an ex-schedule and actually pray together. Um, as a means of encouragement, that's not something I've really done as much of. Um, mm. And it's not to say I don't sit down with my brothers and pray with them, or I speak, catch up with my brothers and then pray with them, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Or catch up with a sister and mm. pray over. But but it is to say that it's just not something I've thought of in the same way that I've actually thought of, like like as Israel saying, like gym It might be because I'm a lone warrior at gym nowadays as well. But um, <laughs> it's it's just it's just the uh, if I even go, um, <laughs> maybe I do need a but But um, but yeah, that's a, It's it's probably a similar thing, and and yeah, I guess that's a that's a that's a wonderful encouragement because there are loads of disciplines spiritually that we could easily um, not put the same amount of effort into trying to nurture um, in the same way that we do for some of our more worldly and secular disciplines, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whether, whether that be reading our Bibles versus reading, you know, just literature in general, or um praying um versus like as israel mentioned like disciplines like gym going going to the gym or going swimming or or bike riding or going on walks and that kind of stuff um and even just being consistent in going to, to church you know for some mm. people as well so mm. so um so therefore appreciate at that point still um but yeah man and, and i guess maybe bringing it to just be a bit more contextual but like all of us like sitting down in lockdown um <laughs> What do, you, what do you guys think are the... Actually, Israel, are you in lockdown down there?
2: Uh, more or less, yeah. So, right, like, right, it's, right it's three quarters lockdown, yeah.
1: Right, so... And obviously, Boris is trying to take us out. Um, <laughs> pray for the man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I pray for the nation still. But, yeah, I guess all of us being in lockdown, like, what do you think the best ways we can be praying for um you know just the church in this kind of moment like especially like just being aware of even like the kind of struggles you know people are going through in this kind of time like what's the best ways we can be praying for one another um yeah yeah
0: Hmm. Mm. yeah i almost see my prayers as tentacles um let me land so you know um (laughs) that's just disgusting (laughs) don't touch me no honestly (laughs) (laughs) because when you're like you know praying for other people it's like that's that's an opportunity to reach out to them and support them um uh, particularly when i'm not with them you know uh, physically and particularly in lockdown you know i you know you know obviously you try to remember as many people as you can but know that you're going to sadly not remember um um people as much as you should do and and it's in prayer that you can Mm -hmm. you can sort of you know Make up the difference, if you can put it so crudely, in that you know praying that the Lord, you know those those who you know those who you know among us in our church, um, maybe living alone, particularly those living alone, you know, so it's that like less opportunity to get through to them, less avenue? It's like you know, mm. you know, we'll remember them and stuff, and yeah, I, I think that's been particularly helpful and and, um, and and reassuring that even though you know I'm definitely you know definitely gonna fail in the ability to catch up with everyone that I should do because of just um, my own limitations and and, and poor memory frankly um, thankfully you know pr- through prayer i can depend on god to to reach out to to, to people where 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 physically going to them isn't possible at the moment mm,
1: mm. what about you as well
0: what was the
2: question again
1: <laughs> I was going to say I
2: don't know if you could cut that you know, Notice the pause when Richard, you know, asked You know, we don't, you, we, know we don't
1: do edits You know we don't do podcasts no, do. You know we have, to keep it, we have to keep these bloopers in, B um, nah. Questions, questions essentially um, Yeah, and it's staying in So anyway, the question is um,
2: Covid, sorry, in, yes in,
1: Yeah, in lockdown Yeah, yeah. now you want to remember <laughs> 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 Don't mind him Nah bro, we're gonna, ha- yeah don't worry, you can raise your hand and ask for b- cutouts so you like, <laughs> you it get. Pray it disappears. <laughs> yeah go on.
2: Yeah, um, I think, I think Uh. The, at least the, yeah, how do I say that? there are three layers in my mind, I'm trying not to make this a sermon. Um. And, and and this is primarily reflections about the church in the U.S. I think there's probably connection points here. There is to the U.K., mm. um, but the leadership of the church. I'll start with the leadership of the church. Um, I think you know, COVID is is a quote unquote is a. I don't know. Why I say quote unquote all the time. It's a pastoral crisis as well. So there's certainly mm. the first layer. I think straight away um, that there's a burden and requirement on the leadership of the church to be praying for the congregants and um christians within their neighborhood city country nation um the world um that they would be sustained through this time right because it is a pastoral crisis and i and i'm I'm not saying that's missed on pastors and deacons and and so on but it is just to say that that's a that's a that's a necessary part of thinking about what it means for the church to be praying in this time um i think secondly there's a A, a vice versa relationship, right? That there's a, there's a burden on the congregants to be praying for the leaders of the church in this time. Um, oh, yeah. as, especially with the way locked down and online and everything's worked, there's a pastoral crisis. And so there's a specific, there's a, like a unique burden on pastors and elders and deacons. That isn't, that isn't um, a typical burden that you would find um And then I think this is in terms of prayer. I think prayer in this season serves as a form of witness to the world in terms of praying for the world. And I, you know, that's more Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's that's a broader category. Um, But seeing the opportunity for prayer in this season as a witness and a means of um, bringing the gospel to bear in our society, in our city, Mm -hmm. um, which means praying for. Boris um, mm. or Joe Biden. Um, mm. It means, yeah, praying for healthcare professionals, um, schools, trying to, you know, you can go right, through it right, right through the, right through yeah. the list. Um, but really thinking in those, I think, thinking in those categories of um, what are the unique burdens that have been brought to bear um, f- from within and without the church that the church right. can really seek to lean into
1: right and I guess uh, by the way I really appreciate that like I'm I was I was doing like a maths in my head and I was drawing Venn diagrams and I was just saying so he's covered this he's covered this and Mm -hmm. now he's covered the the inter the 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 complement of all of that so he's essentially covered every aspect that you can possibly touch on um and I think that's just helpful so yeah the the congregants the elders uh, the church government essentially and then the watching world as well um i guess just for me to really dig deeper into the the congregants especially some of the unique challenges i know that congregants are facing at the moment um for me like i'm just i'm just really like yeah really burdened to pray for and and we touched on this in the fellowship podcast that um that mm-hmm. alluded to earlier but you know the um those who those who are living alone um people who are just not receiving fellowship at the moment in the way that you know that we would wish of course obviously that's all the congregants but um you know especially those who are really suffering and and especially like even just to pray for people's love and desire at this time for the church man because mm. it's very easy for people to get content like to get like really content with the kind of um the way in which things are in one sense or with their relationship to the church with their relationship to the brethren at the particular at this particular moment when in actuality we mentioned it in the podcast before but you know like we actually have to be proactive now we should be proactive generally in our relationships with one another but even more so now and it's very easy for those especially who have who have sort of kind of to slip into some sort of passivity that can even just make them really um reluctant to 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 give themselves to the church as much as they ought and you know i found that even slipping at times in myself so it's not even like to chastise others but to say like even in me like i noticed that um and so yeah like really praying for that like i'm praying for like and uh, just so many things like there's people who are struggling um health-wise physically mm-hmm. like there's people who are you know spiritually just like depressed um down mentally emotionally just struggling um i preached a sermon on darkness recently on people just rushing, like going through darkness and the number of people i had reached out to me who had just been literally who've been going through the thick of it um, myself as well. I had a period in lockdown, and my family had a period in lockdown where we also just went through the thick of it. You know, it's it's not e- it's not e- it's not been easy, right? And mm. and, and yeah, man. And, and pff, then there's newlyweds. You know, how do you even get used to? Yeah. Um, you know, how do you even get used to to being living with someone all the time, etc. Like I had times where I just, you know, I I had to get, the, my, the church might have been my escape. Um, <laughs> mm. No, I say that I say that mm. I say that as a as a slight half joke um but but yeah it was like early on like it was tough and actually just having people around me who could feed into me pray for me that was helpful um new parents as well like people who are having parents who are being parents for the first time like i remember my wife was just telling me like when she when we first had our child like and i would go to work and she was on maternity leave something she would do was just be she would go on like walks and meet up with some of the other moms from church the young moms from church and and do you know what i mean and have some and have fellowship with them and stuff but people just not being able to do that it's like it's like how much do they get to enjoy the this time of just being new parents? Like I think there's just so many people like that, similar to what Israel was doing with the um with the people outside and um, the watching world. Like there's so much, man. Mm. The, those who are living alone, those who are depressed, those who are going through health issues, the elderly especially who have been shielding and down, etc. Like it's just there's just and then and then you've got the elders as well. And nah, man, it's just too much. And so yeah, as Ejin was saying, like I think the tentacle thing was is real is real to be honest. Like I, I feel it. Like mm. it's the only like. Uh, I'll end with this like a brother told me a while back like this must have been like almost a decade ago now But I remember them. I'm talking to them about an issue and they couldn't do anything and they said I'll pray for you and I know that's both the least and the most I can do and I think it just stuck with me because it was like raw like it's so true like it's such a easy thing for us to do in one sense hence it's the least but at the same time like because we actually believe in the power of prayer. Mm. Um, That'll preach by It's way. actually the most. Yeah. It's, it, it's the most. Yeah. yeah. It's really the most. So, but yeah, man, Brad, sorry, that was just my, my little spiel. <laughs> um, That's a good word. Oh, oh, yeah, be, yeah. Word, 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 word. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't really got any more questions to ask you, man. Have you man, got anything else? Or we, are we good? I don't really know. Still.
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. Just, you see me, yeah. My relationship with BB, you, see, you cool, like, answer. You tell me, jump, I say, hi, hi. So, yeah, me, like, I'm just here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm next. That's really yeah, too much. When I tell you cut your hair now, what are you doing? Hmm? <laughs> uh... When you say cut your hair, what are you, what are you doing? Babylon verse,
1: just let me know, Babylon verse. Babylon,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Samson. <laughs> Amen. Um, but no, hair. yeah, it's helpful. No, by but hair, I appreciate bro. yeah, appreciate even your, your, your words on that. That's, um, yeah, I think even that to end on that is yeah, just a, I guess it would be a good reminder for all even listening, just to yeah, um keep praying. There's so much to pray for. There's always a reason mm. to pray. Always a reason to pray. Mm. It's not that you think, uh i I think I've covered everything, but there's mm. always a reason. If it's not the church here, it's the church persecuted. Yeah. If it's not your home, it's another family. So mm. yeah, there's not always a reason to pray.
1: Mm. No, I appreciate that still. Appreciate that. Yeah. Any last words from you, man, before we, before we wrap up?
2: I mean just yeah, pray. Um and read the prayers of the scriptures. Mm. Uh, start with the Lord's Prayer. Mm. And uh and uh let let the scriptures lead in that sense. And as you, th- if you're wondering what does that what does it mean for me to pray, where should I start start with the Lord's Prayer and then um let the spirit guide.
1: Right. No, I appreciate I appreciate that still. I appreciate <laughs> that still. Well, Man, love to- talking to you. This was this was actually re- a real helpful and amazing conversation just to have with you, man. Um, and this might even be a BB record in terms of timing, but mm. um, but yeah, man. Anyway, love. Uh, and yeah, hopefully we can we can we can have another conversation. But yeah, man, praying for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. just say it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey, thanks, guys.
0: I appreciate you, man. Peace. Peace.